Ladies and others, Andy here, day 148 of the motherfucking Inner Winner Show. I've renamed it. It's the motherfucking Inner Winner Show now. I know it's a little longer. It's a little more verbose. But I thought with a little of that Samuel L. Jackson magic in there with that motherfucker, I'd appeal to a wider audience. Today is the third podcast in a three-part series. It'd probably end up being a four-part series. Fuck, it could be a fucking 50-podcast series. Holy shit, I can't talk today. We're going to talk about Counter-Strike. Go back and listen to the last two episodes if you haven't listened to them, because none of this will make sense without that. We're going to continue off where we talked about where we left off last time. We were talking about people in the scene that I've learned some life lessons from. And the next guy that we're going to talk about is a CEO of a certain company, a certain game team. And this guy's name is Jason Lake. And I love this guy to bits. He's fucking awesome. He's the kind of guy who he built his entire team. It's a multi-million dollar team. He's sponsored by the Dallas Cowboys. He's fucking, he's made it. He's been in that position for the last like 10 years. This guy like is another one who grinded, who loves esports, who loves building things. And he started from fucking nothing and built this team called Complexity out of nothing. And he's now in this amazing position. And recently, as in, I think it was like last year, he was at a point where his team wasn't doing that well. They weren't performing. He had plenty of money and all that kind of stuff. Everything was great, but like the team itself kind of sucked. And he worked with them. He's a very loyal guy. He's talked about this in interviews and, and in um, articles and stuff. He's got his own YouTube channel as well. So he talks about it a little bit in that. He's a very loyal guy. And he said, sometimes I'm loyal to a fault. And he definitely felt like he was with this particular team. Anyway, that's the backstory. So we got to a point where he tweeted this. I'll read it out to you. He said, I love our players as individuals, but these results won't be tolerated. If you're a tier one player looking for a fresh start at the best facility in the world, hit me up. I'll pay your buyout and give you the world's highest salary. Let's build a juggernaut. Spread the word. So he he got memed on like crazy for that. Everyone was like, oh, we're going to build a juggernaut. Ha <laughs> ha, so cute. Like everyone just memed on him like crazy. People said like, look at this guy thinking that he can just build a team. Like you can't just declare that you're going to build a team. So he basically kicked off all the players on his team. He paid he paid the money and he said like, right, you got to leave. Sorry, you can't be on the team anymore. Everyone said like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's crazy. People memed on him. But when he did that tweet, I remember kind of being peripherally interested in it. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Like, look at this guy like standing up and basically saying, this isn't good enough. I'm going to do better. My team is going to be better, you know this team deserves to be better. I kind of respected that, but I was like, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like I didn't really pay it much attention. And then fast forward, like over the next six months, he slow, he, he did all this like crazy shit to build this team. And this is a very good example of when you are serious, you go all in. When you're absolutely serious about your goal, you do whatever the fuck it takes to make it happen. This guy spent ridiculous amounts of money flying potential players out to his office in Dallas, Texas, and he would, like, treat them. He would, like, you know, take them out for drinks, for food, all this kind of shit. He'd show them around his special, like, facility he bought, his training facility for people to train at this game. He basically did everything he could to try and get these people. And he ended up signing five players because you have five players per team. He ended up signing these five players and people kind of memed on him a little bit and said like some of these players at this point in time aren't proven. Like what the fuck is this guy doing? He has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Everyone kind of mocked him and said like he's going to be irrelevant. He's, you know, he's failed so much for your juggernaut, bro. You've completely failed. 
fast forward like six months and this team goes from like number 30 in the world, 30 something, like completely fucking irrelevant to within the top fucking 10. And people are now paying attention and interviewing him. There's a great interview that I'll leave in the show notes below on this podcast that someone else that I talked about in the previous episode, Thorin, Thorin actually interviewed this guy and basically said like, how the fuck did you do this? Like, is it because you made that tweet? Did you go all in? And man, it's a great interview. It's absolutely worth listening to. Even if you have no interest in Counter-Strike, even if the last two podcasts that I, where I talked about Counter-Strike sounded boring as fuck to you, please go and listen to this interview because it absolutely is everything that I talk about, about taking yourself seriously, going all in, deciding that you're going to do something, holding yourself accountable, which was what he did by making that tweet. And he talks about all of this in the in this interview. He says, the reason I did this is because I gave myself no choice. I, I put everything I had on the line and he said, make no mistake about it. It's my company, but my board of directors would have fucking kicked me out if I failed at this project. I, I basically was gambling like 20 years of my legacy at this point because he built this company like 20 years ago. He's like, I was gambling 20 years worth of shit because I knew that I had no other choice. I, I couldn't keep being a failure or letting my team be a failure. We had to put it all on the line and I was willing to sink or swim. I was, he said like, I'm basically willing to fucking die for this project. I love that attitude. That is exactly the attitude you need if you're going to be successful at anything. It applies to self-improvement. It applies to getting laid. You have to be willing to go all in. You have to do whatever the fuck it takes. And that's basically what this guy did. So he made that accountability declaration, so to speak, on Twitter, which is what I recommend you guys do. Go into my forums and start a log there and say, look, I'm going to take my goals goddamn seriously. Before you can even sign up or in the sign up process to my forums, you literally have to declare publicly, you have to type the words, I will take myself seriously and I will take my goals seriously. That's part of the sign up process. I want you guys to take yourself seriously. If you want anything wonderful in life, if you want to achieve anything, you have to take yourself seriously. You have to make these declarations to other people to hold you accountable. That's what this guy fucking did. Imogen, my girlfriend, actually watched this interview with this guy, and she has, like, no fucking interest in Counter-Strike at all. She's got zero interest in it. But I got, like, a quarter of the way through the interview, and I said, like, okay, Imogen, like, I'm going to start the interview again. you got to watch the whole thing with me because this is, like, amazing. And she loved it. She was like, holy shit, like, this is, this is everything you talk about, Andy. This is, like, this guy is just, like, he's taking a page... Okay, he hasn't taken a page out of my but We're cut from the same cloth. The two of us, like, we just have that same philosophy. So I fucking love this guy. And there's a really great um, scene. You could probably just look up Jason Lake crying. And it's where his team won the most recent tournament. And he literally breaks down in tears and he can't say anything. You just see, like, how much this shit means to him. I fucking love that story. I really love that interview. Go and listen to that interview because I think you guys are going to listen to it and be like, holy shit, this is everything that Andy's talking about. Like going all in, publicly declaring that you're going to do something or talking about what you've already done and then doing everything you can to make it happen. And this guy absolutely did everything to make it happen. He also talks a little bit about some of the players that he chose and the reasons why he chose them. And remember, like I said before, people were memeing on him for some of the players that he chose they're like why have you chosen this guy this guy isn't the best you said that you're going to build a juggernaut you said you had millions of dollars you're sponsored by the dallas cowboys why didn't you just sign the best players in the world why did you pick these losers and he's picked them for a very fucking specific reason because he interviewed them and he had like a grilling process like a screening process kind of like what we do with girls but he screened these players and basically he was looking for certain qualities and the players that he picked all said you know Something along the lines of, I want to be the best. I'm going to be the best. I won't accept anything less than that. 
I'm going to grind for fucking 16 hours a day, seven days a week until we're the best. I won't accept failure. Every single one of the players that he chose had that mindset. And he took these players who weren't massively relevant because they were on teams who didn't have that same winner's mindset. And when you're playing a team sport, even if you have that mindset, you are somewhat a little bit limited by the four other players on your team. You know what I mean? Like if they don't have that grinding work hard ethic, you can only do certain a certain amount. There will be a ceiling. So he picked these players, put them together, top 10 team. I'm excited to see where they, where they go in the future over the next couple of years. I, I love that story. Go listen to that interview. Absolutely applicable to everything we talk about. The next person in the scene that I'll talk about is a player, a guy called Simple. At the moment, he's the best in the world. He's been the best for a couple of years. And he has some really like interesting insights. And especially if if you don't take them at face value, if you dig a little deeper, the best example is there's a great video um, that Thorin, the guy that I keep talking about, he he did talking about Simple's philosophy, what it takes to be a winner, that kind of stuff. The video is called Simple's Hidden Insights. I'll leave a link in the show notes below. I definitely recommend you go and listen to that, but I'll give you a summary here. Basically, people ask Simple, how are you so elite? How are you consistently the best? How are you consistently number one? And he said, just play at your max level every single time. Now, people memed on him and they said like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What do you mean play at your max level? Yeah, sure. If we if it was that easy, if we could all just be at our best all the time, then of course we'd be the best. And the answer is, yeah. Why is that why is that such a you know, it's like my little saying that I say all the time, if you want to be successful, just don't ever quit. And then people are like, "Well, yeah, I know if I didn't quit, I'd be eventually successful." And then it's like, "Well, yeah, shut the fuck up and do that." Exactly like this simple guy is saying, just play at your best all the time. Just give your best effort all the time. Give 100% you can all the time. That's it. That's the fucking answer. That's how you be the best. Just do your best all the time, permanently. It's like that saying that I said in the previous podcast, exceptional people are willing to do what the average person will not. And so if you want some actual actionable advice, um, the simple guy goes on to say, or I should say Thorin goes on to say, to kind of defend what Simple said, he says like, you got to understand this Simple guy trains for fucking 16 hours a day. He plays at his best level He because he takes everything seriously. Even when he's just fucking around with his friends in the game, he takes that seriously and he plays to win. And he's always looking for insights and he always has a winner's mindset. Yeah, we're just fucking around right now, but is there something I can practice while we're fucking around? Is there something I can learn while we're fucking around? Is there another way I can experiment with a different facet of the game Can I run a different experiment I never have before? Can I try something new that I've never attempted before while I'm fucking around with my friends? He's always thinking, how can I be better? How can I get to my max level? How can I push my max? And I really fucking love that idea. It's the concept of taking yourself seriously, of going all in, of doing whatever the fuck it takes to be a winner. If you want to apply that to the gym, it means every time you go to the gym, you push yourself 100% and you crush it at the gym. Now, some days your 100% effort might not be 100% output. Now, what I mean by that is you might put in 100% effort, but you're just tired. You didn't sleep. You know, you haven't had your fucking morning coffee or whatever. It just, it doesn't result in like the best worker ever, but you still give 100%. That's what we're talking about here. 100% input, trying to play at your max level every single time, always going for your max, even if in that moment your max isn't as good as it was like a week ago. That's fine. You'll improve over time as long as you are giving 100% every time you can. 
if that's talking to girls. It means even in the days when you don't want to, you go outside and you talk to at least one girl. Or if you can't do that, if you are having the worst fucking day in the world and you cannot even fathom the concept of talking to a woman, just go outside and walk around and look at a few girls. That will at least keep the dream alive, so to speak. You'll keep that flame alight. And then tomorrow when you feel a little better, you already have a habit of going outside. You just went outside today or yesterday. So you'll go outside again and now maybe you will talk to some girls. There is always something you can do to push yourself towards that max level. And again, doing what the average person isn't willing to do is what will make you guys successful. Who else can we talk about? Okay, let's talk about a guy called Config. So Config is one of the players that this Jason Lake CEO actually picked for his team. And this is a really great fucking story. So this Config guy used to be really good back in the day. Really good. Like top five player. I think at one point he was like top three for one year or something. He's like a ridiculously good player. But over the last few years, he's kind of like let himself go. And he started being really lazy. And he just hasn't been putting in the effort. And so Thorin, the guy that I've talked about a few times now, Thorin is really good at like reaching out to players and giving them insights and inspiration and philosophies and, you know, stuff that they might not have thought about and turned it around. A great example of this is Thorin actually wrote an open letter to Simple, the guy who's now the best in the world, when Simple wasn't the best in the world. And he basically said, like, you can, it was this beautiful poetic letter and like really long, it, Thorin is a, is a wordsmith. He's a wordscraft. He, he writes beautifully, very poetic. And he basically wrote this very poetic open letter to Simple saying like, you know, you could be the best in the entire world. You're fully capable of that, but you are the only one standing in your own way. Like it is you, you are the only one. You, no one else can hold a flame to you. No one else could ever beat you, but you're the one that keeps beating yourself. Because at this point in time, toxic was ver- uh, Simple was very toxic. He, he wasn't a great teammate. He didn't play well in a team. He was very abusive to his other teammates because he just expected them to be on his level. Kind of like what I've heard Michael Jordan used to be like in basketball until he kind of learned like, okay, I have to, to some extent, play reasonably nice with my my teammates. Otherwise, I can't be the best. I can't win. I can be the best in the world. But if I'm horrible to my teammates and I make them play worse, we can't win. So Thorin wrote this great letter to Simple and Simple pulled his fucking head in and stopped being so toxic and then went on to be the best in the world. So Thorin has a history. He's done this with a few other players, a history of like reaching out to players and like just connecting with them. And so this config guy that we're talking about, excuse me, who used to be the best in, not the best, but used to be like top five, let's say, and kind of just let it go and got lazy. Thorin wrote a really long, great letter to him. It was called The Tragedy of Config. And he's same sort of thing. He said, you know, you could be one of the best players in the world. You can do things that others can't, but you don't train. It's like you don't want it. It's like you aren't hungry anymore. It's like you forgot how to be a winner or you stopped caring or you just, you're collecting a paycheck now and you get a little bit of recognition from your fans, but you're not hungry anymore. I don't know what went wrong, but if you want to, if you just pull your head in, you can be right up there again, top five. You're capable of that. You can have that as soon as you want. You're the only one that can do it though. You have to want it. 
So he wrote this letter. I read it. I remember reading it, and I was like, wow, that's really great, but it's kind of sad. It always makes me sad when, you know, a player just gives up because 99% of players will eventually just fade out and stop trying as hard. They kind of go into retirement. They collect their paychecks, and then they quit the game. That's how most people fade into obscurity. That happens with the average person as well. The average person will get married, settle down, have some kids, get lazy and get fat, and just kind of let it all go. They're not striving for something more. They give up at some point, or they settle into complacency. So... I didn't expect much. And then a few days later, this config guy tweeted a long series of tweets. And I'm going to read them out to you because they're fucking great. So he says, after reading Thorin's article, I have the feeling that I will come back to God tier form. I have been a bad professional and I have spent my hours wrong. I have disappointed myself and you, which has never been my intention, but I have been blind. I will do my very best to solve this. The truth hurts. I have been an arrogant idiot thinking everything would come easy, which it never will. I'm honestly sorry for my bad choices. I have been lying to myself, thinking that I was still a top player, but I'm not. The grind has begun again, and this time it will not stop. I regret so many things, and I apologize to everyone, to my old teammates as well as to you fans. I'm going to change and become the config that you remember, not the one you have been seeing lately. It's very sad that it has reached this point before I realized it. I won't look the other way anymore and try and hide. This is my return. So after he sent that tweet, after he posted that tweet, the Jason Lake, the CEO guy who was trying to build the juggernaut team, he reached out to this config guy and basically got him on the team and said like, okay, if you're fucking serious, you got to prove it to me. Like you got to prove that you're serious because you haven't been good for the last couple of years. You've been like top 20 at best, maybe top 30. You're capable of being top five. You've been fucking around. You have to prove to me that you can be better. And man, like I said, this team went on to be in the top 10. This config guy was absolutely integral in that. He absolutely got his shit together. He was grinding. He was like training for hours and hours a day, practicing for like fucking hours and hours a day, getting his shit together. I fucking love this story. This is another great story of if you take yourself seriously, that's when magic happens. And conversely, when you don't take yourself seriously, nobody else will. And you won't achieve anything. You'll just sit there in mediocrity. It's the moment you have that fuck it moment. And for this guy, he was lucky that Thorin sent him that letter to give him the fuck it moment. But when you have that fuck it moment, that's when you go like, fuck it. Okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes. So this cunt obviously trained and practiced for hours and hours and hours a day. He did whatever it took. He joined a great team. He got paid lots of money to train all the time. He dedicated himself. And look at what it, where it took him. If you don't take yourself seriously, you're never going to achieve greatness. If you're going to sit around like he was being an entitled, lazy little shit, the universe doesn't reward you. And he literally says that. I'll find the quote. Where is it? Yeah. I've disappointed myself. No, not that bit. Where am I looking for? Yeah. I've been an arrogant idiot thinking everything would come easy, which it never will. I love that shit. And too many people do that, especially with getting laid. Do you know how many people will complain and say like, oh, you know, how come girls don't like me? I never get any matches. You know, I'm trying so hard. And it's like, you're arrogant as fuck. You think this comes easy? You think everything that I did is in me, Andy. You think all the the getting laid stories I have, all the girls I've been with, the threesomes, all that kind of shit. You think that came fucking easy? Do you know how many hundreds of thousands of millions of hours I had to grind working on my own self-improvement, getting rejected, figuring out how to talk to women, figuring out how to make myself a better, more sexually exciting prospect? I had to fucking go through hell just to get to a point where I even started getting laid. You think this shit comes easy? You think you can just rock up to my website, read four articles and start getting laid? Fuck off. No, especially not if you're 
at a point where you're overweight or you dress like shit or you don't have a lot of experience and therefore you don't have any confidence. Man, this shit is a grind. This shit is fucking hard. But if you want it, if you're hungry for it, you can make it happen. But it doesn't come easy. And you're an arrogant prick if you think you can come to my website, read five articles, post two fucking posts on my forums and go like, yeah, guys, I'm ready to get it. Let's go. Sorry, the universe doesn't reward that. The universe rewards consistent hard work over a long period of time. It's like going to the gym. You can't rock up to the gym and do two bicep curls and be buff. That shit takes years. Getting laid can often take I won't say years, but many, many months. Let's say if you're a complete newbie, it might take you a year to get to a point where you start getting laid because your first year is self-improvement and you're figuring out how to be confident and you're working through your insecurities and you're working on, do I even deserve to talk to women? Do I deserve to get laid? Do I deserve to get to Andy's level or am I just a loser? There's so much shit you have to process and get through and you don't deserve a reward until you've paid your dues, so to speak. Just like at the gym, you don't deserve a big body and to, or a buff body until you have put in the fucking grind, until you have lifted those weights, until you've picked up the iron enough. Just like we're talking to girls and getting laid, you have to talk to enough girls. You have to improve yourself before you deserve to be at a point where you can do what I do and go on Tinder and get laid with zero effort and have threesomes with zero effort. I had to put in years of work to get there. I'm going to pause the podcast. Someone's buzzing my intercom. I got a delivery. I'll be back in like five seconds. All right, I'm back. So in short, if you want something, decide that you will have it, that you won't accept failure. Even if it takes you a while to get there, even if you stumble and fail 50 times along the way, fine. Decide that you're going to have it and then work your fucking ass off to get it. That is what I hope you're getting from these stories that I've given you of these people. I want you to start drilling into your head that if I want something, I have to pay my dues. I have to work my fucking ass off. I have to go 100% all in. I have to not quit and I will make it happen. I also want you to start looking at, as I said in the previous podcast, other sports that you follow, people that you look up to, people that you respect, people that you admire, whatever, artists, musicians, whatever, anyone that you think has like made it according to your terms of like making it or is in the process of making it in a sport in an artist, artistic sense, in a business owner sense, whatever, I want you to start trying to pull out little nuggets of, of uh, like useful information from their life philosophies or even just look at their stories, even if they aren't like vocal people who tell you what they're doing and tell you their thought process. I want you to start pulling out little nuggets of stuff that you can use and apply to your own life. I mean, for fuck's sakes, I've just done three podcasts on a fucking video game Nothing against video games, but a lot of people would say like, bro, how can you be pulling insights out of a fucking video game? You're just clicking the button and shooting people. It's just like a a bit of fun. Look at all of the fucking life philosophies I've just pulled out for you. There is always information to garner, to gather, to pull out of any entertainment product. Fucking movies and, and videos and books and shit can teach you a hell of a lot about life. You guys have to stop being, or I would encourage you to stop being more observant and start seeing like pull the reads aside, so to speak, and see what information is there that you can take from it. So that's why I love Counter-Strike. That's why I'm sure a lot of you love a particular sport that you guys follow, because I'm sure you love the storylines. I'm sure you love the people. I'm sure you love the philosophies and their work ethic and that not giving up mentality. Sports are brilliant for that. By definition, if you make it to the top, you have to have not quit. You have to have wanted success. You have to be a hardworking person. I think sports and any entertainment Let's say anything that where you get towards the top is a great place to start looking for these, you know, self-improvement philosophies. That's why I love Counter-Strike. I guess I will wrap up by saying 
I'll leave links in the show notes below to if you want to check out Counter-Strike, like you want to actually see what the game looks like, I'll leave two particular videos. One is like flashy plays from individual people, like, you know, literally being super quick with the mouse and clicking on someone's head. Like that's impressive in itself. It looks cool as fuck. And the second video is one particular team who are brilliant at team play. They're called Astralis. And I'll leave a link to a video um, so you can see the kind of like strategies and game plans. Even if you don't understand, I think you'll look at it and be like, okay, that looks pretty cool. That's like, they're obviously doing something fucking complex. I see this game is deep. I'll also leave links to some of the videos that I've talked about, like the interview with Jason Lake, um, some of Thorin's videos where he talks about like people's philosophies and stuff like that. I'll leave links to a few of Thorin's other videos that aren't anything to do with Counter-Strike. They're just philosophies. Like he has one about demystifying your successes where he says, when you succeed at something, you need to like, not just think like, oh, it all came together. And like, you know, he says like, you want to get in there and like analyze exactly what went on so that you can repeat it again. That's a good video. He's got another one about what is honor and like, honor as a a principle, as in like a masculine virtue. He has a few about stoicism. So I'll leave links to some of those. Go listen to some of those because I think you're going to get a lot of, you know, like I said, life philosophies. It's very applicable. A lot of these people's stories and these people's insights, just like with every sport, really, there'll be people in there who are great for this stuff. It's very applicable to self-improvement. So I'll leave you with that. I'll give a shout out quickly to my Patreon you get all these episodes early if you sign up for only $5 a month. You can get access to me to I'll answer questions and answer them on podcasts. And then at the highest tier, you even get a monthly coaching course. So patreon.com forward slash kill your inner loser. Adios, amigos.